Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. How many of you out there are people pleasers? I remember when I first heard the term years ago, I didn't think it applied to me because I wouldn't have considered myself a people pleaser. I just really loved taking care of people and doing things that made them feel good. It wasn't until I started to become more self-aware of how often I would abandon what I needed or flat out would do things I didn't want to in order to avoid someone else's feelings getting hurt that I started to pay attention to this whole people-pleasing idea. Now, right off the bat, before I go on, let me say this. If it fills you up to do something for someone to take care of them when they're in need, to lend a hand, to buy a random gift or get their car washed as a surprise. (laughs) Again, if you do any of these things and it fills your love cup to do so, that is not people-pleasing. That is taking care of others in a way that takes care of you. So for the rest of the podcast, that's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) The type of people-pleasing I'm referring to is the kind where you find yourself saying yes to things that leave you feeling empty, yucky, upset, angry. So does that type of people-pleasing sound familiar? It's all those times where you have an instinct that saying yes is not a good idea, and yet you betray yourself over and over and over And every time after you've said yes or after the event is over, you're resentful that you didn't listen to yourself in the first place. Sounding more familiar? For me, when I found myself in this position in the past, it was always, always, always because I was considering the needs or feelings of the other person first without checking in with my own. It's especially difficult when you're in a pickle with family or friends that you know well, and in the back of your mind, you think to yourself, I don't want to do this, but if I say no, they're going to be mad and I'd rather not deal. It's just easier if I get it over with. How familiar does this sound? (laughs) Okay, so firstly, I remember when I was just beginning to have the courage to say no to things or saying what I could do rather than just flat out saying yes, 
I started realizing that folks weren't flipping out or getting sad in a way that I expected. When I got curious about that, it occurred to me that trying to figure out people's feelings before they even knew their own feelings was like shooting at a moving target. Said another way, I had been making a decision based on feelings that I thought someone would have before they even had them. It just doesn't make any sense. Plain and simple. And beyond that, it doesn't make any sense to honor what we don't know, how they're going to react, over what we do know, our needs. You see, you are responsible for two things in this arena. Stating your own needs and wants so you take care of yourself because that's nobody's job but your own and allowing yourself to have your feelings. This goes for you and every single human being on this planet. If you don't listen to yourself and share what you know, it's not only a detriment to yourself but it's a detriment to others too. You will be left feeling empty and resentful and everyone else is left clueless about your boundaries and how to best connect with you. And that second responsibility of allowing yourself to have your own feelings? Sounds like common sense, right? Well, that applies to the folks that you're worried you may disappoint also. If you say no to something, or you say what part of their picture can work for you, they are absolutely allowed to have their feelings. It isn't personal. It's their process. In fact, it's their job. It's your job to say what fits for you. It's their job to have their feelings. And vice versa. Is this making sense? I know for me, it has taken the onus off of me of making sure everyone feels okay. And it's made it easier for me to see how important it is to make sure that I feel okay. You see, when we listen to ourselves and speak from there... Because we're filling our own cup by doing so, we tend to connect to others from a more heart-centered place. I find that when I honor what I know, when something is asked of me and I do a quick check-in with myself first, then honor what makes sense for me, I'm more loving, I'm more compassionate, and I have more understanding. I also find that when I actually show up to the event or, or the thing that I was asked to do, if I had honored myself or when I have honored myself first, I'm much more present. And that's huge in the effects of how that, uh, the implications of that and how it affects everybody around you. 
Whereas when you show up when you don't want to, you're in your head, you're resentful, you're not open-hearted. And that's not good for anybody either. Because when we listen to ourselves, we have to go to our heart, our wisdom, where our love resides. And when we instead react and people please without listening to ourselves, we're in our head where all the noise is that covers up our loving essence. Believe me, I deeply understand how challenging it can feel to begin honoring yourself first when it's been a habit to people please. Especially when you're known for being the reliable yes person. But this is one arena that I can hand on heart tell you that I have mastered and I didn't think I'd ever be able to. Everything else I share on this podcast are understandings that I will continue to see more profoundly and clearly as I go down the path of life. But the skill of listening to yourself more and more often is truly something that doesn't have to take a lifetime to get good at. I'm proof. And here's the thing. I am not a selfish asshole. (laughs) Pardon my French. (laughs) When I'm asked to do things, if I check in with myself and it doesn't feel right to say a hard no to the circumstance at hand, I keep an open mind and curiosity to what could work. Then I speak up with those possibilities. It becomes a really beautiful exchange between myself and the other person Because then we are dance partners in the decision-making, and the whole process ends up making each of us feel seen, understood, and appreciated. And those times that I do disappoint someone, as I said earlier, I'm much more compassionate because my heart is full from taking care of my own needs, and when my heart is full, I have immense room and bandwidth for being understanding. And honestly, there's nearly always a middle ground that honors everyone involved. But you can't get there if you automatically assume the worst, then abandon yourself because of it. So, dear listeners, I'd like for you to begin again every day. You may not break your people-pleasing habits immediately, and that makes sense. It's a habit to be broken. But after this conversation today, I hope that you'll see your choices more readily when you're met with your people-pleasing circumstances. And if you find yourself acquiescing to someone else's needs without considering your own, you'll inevitably catch it after the fact and you'll become more aware quicker the next time. Again, you have the option to begin again every single day. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram, at What Moves You with Jesse. 
Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at whatmovesyouwithjessie.com. And please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.